0: Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you
1: can't
0: stand. We hate movies. We're talking about a movie starring an insane psychopath as a main character. It's my best friend's wedding. I'm Andrew Jupin, Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. And we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in as always. This week, the Listener Request Month is in the ground, and we are back to original programming. This is my best friend's wedding from the great, great year of 1997, directed by P.J. Hogan, possibly Paul Hogan. <laughs> it's not Paul Hogan, it's just some guy. Yeah, he, I mean, was, he was busy down under. Yeah. I mean, we're lucky that. Zack Snyder isn't going to make another movie this week, so we can go back to like doing what we want to do. Like, yeah, just, just stop throwing them at, stop throwing me softballs, pal. <laughs> Come on, Zack Snyder, give us a break with the underhand <laughs> pitching. Oh man, so this is—it's your classic case of like, it's a romantic comedy. You're supposed to love this protagonist, played by Julia Roberts, playing a character named Jules, which is
1: obnoxious. Uh, uh, but she's. Fucking batshit crazy. Right. And a lot of people love this movie, I think. Probably. Is that right? Yeah, it did pretty good. It but... was nominated for a couple of Golden Globes. Yeah. Was it nominated for Golden Globes? <laughs> yeah, like, it got y- good reviews. Musical comedy. I
0: mean, like it's Yikes. here's the thing. It's it in a genre that doesn't have You know that 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 strikes out quite a bit. This does stand a bit head and shoulders above a lot of it, but not really. When you look at the plot of this movie, you're like, who who am I rooting for? What's going on? Also,
1: like, so much of the humor is like that, like cringe humor that just reminds me of like. You know, my generation, which was, you know, watching all those movies where it's like, oh, no, Ben Stiller doesn't realize he's peeing in granny's mouth. (laughs) What movie did that happen in? I don't know. Meet the somethings. (laughs) (laughs) Meet the grandmother? It's just like, I know that's like the gross out humor end of it, but this is kind of, it's like gross out emotion.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like this ain't your mama's three's company a little bit.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, man. So.
0: In essence, to boil it down, what this movie is, is Julia Roberts, Uh, she is a world-renowned book-publishing food critic. She's on a book tour, or just finished one or some shit,
1: and she's good- God, man, she's supposed to be twenty-eight years old, and she's this successful. Oh, on a it's so it's it's fucking crushing. Cr- she must be an aristocrat. Well, that's
0: that's the thing about these romantic comedies. Everyone always has to have a really interesting job and but, has to be an amazingly <laughs> successful. They have it all, but yeah. No, the movie starts <laughs> up, and I'm watching it with the misses, and she's like, "Oh, here's her impossible romantic comedy job." She's like, "Come on, everybody, could we not? Could, like, what, what about the guy that's just fucking working for?" Humping a desk for 40 hours a week. What, what's his romantic comedy? I
1: think that's why people actually liked Empire Records. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, here's some <laughs> shitty retail kids. I could go
0: and relate to them. But that movie was like, you think that your boring retail job is just that? Well, it doesn't have to be. Look how much fun they're having. <laughs> yeah.
1: And look, uh, I don't know, gamble all the money away. <laughs> oh, right? yeah. Isn't there that thing yeah. that the boss oh. is like...
0: Well, that's Leo Plaglia. Hi, I'm not. I'm totally not Australian. I'm just a, I'm an American actor. Man, he's done the same shitty Italian mobster accent <laughs> in every non-Australian role he's had. It's ridiculous. That guy needs to go to jail. Like you know what, man? <laughs> Enough's enough. Now you're in jail for your accent. He was in uh, some terrible movie with Joan Allen that came out last year. Oh, I year. saw that movie. What? Uh, what was the name of it? Because I saw it too. It's maybe the ideal husband? Question. Something like that. And it's like a Stephen King script based on a Stephen King short story. I think it's basically like Joan Allen finds out that her husband, Anthony LaPaglia. is Australian. <laughs> is a secret serial killer. Oh, sweet. And it's like, Oh. I swear to God, I'm not a serial killer. (laughs) And they live in, like, Pennsylvania, (laughs) and he's talking like this, like fucking Mario Mario. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Julia Roberts. So The beginning of this movie, by the way, is a a four-and-a-half-hour music video that I could not care about. Like, how did anyone stick around for this one? You're just padding the time. It's just like these five women singing a song... One woman's dressed up like a bride, and then it's, like, all her bridesmaids and whatnot. It's almost something if it's the cast. You know what I mean? Like, you want to start it with, a, like, a weird, like, kind of Bollywood musical video. That's why I thought it was. Of the cast doing something. But I was no- like, where's Julia Roberts? None of these women are in this movie.
1: Not a single one. There wasn't, like, the twins in there at all? No, no not, not at, at all. all.
0: Nope. These were just four or five people just up front killing time while these <laughs> credits roll. And I, I don't know what you're going for there. Like, is this some, like... Late 50s, early 60s, romantic comedy kind of throwback thing. But it's not, though, because the rest of the movie isn't like this. So why would you make this part like well, this? Well, this movie's almost kind of a musical, a little bit. Like, oh, there's we'll like, get a there. couple of big numbers in oh, this Oh, we'll one. get there. Uh, so she's this, like, uh, unbelievably successful food critic uh food writer, travel writer, whatever. And uh she finds out that her best friend who she hasn't seen in like 2 or 3 years, so I'm like fucking best friend, all right. Uh played by mean, best friends. Dermot Mulroney is getting married and uh their whole thing was like, yeah, if we're not married by the time we're 28, we're going to marry each other or something. It's yeah. like, you know, you make that agreement at like 47. You got a couple of good fucking years left. Totally. With a capital F. It's like, oh 28, I might as well be dead, so let's get married.
1: It's it, so it's ridiculous. In, it's, insane. it's
0: like, you know, this isn't 1875, right? <laughs> like the, the average death year isn't 37.
1: I better get married, or father's gonna sell me to the mill. <laughs> be working that mill.
0: No, exactly. She's like, oh my god, I'm 28 and unmarried. Look at me, I'm a fucking zombie. <laughs> You're like no, you're a thirty year old Julia Roberts. Thank you very much. You're doing just a, and you're a billionaire. The best thing yeah. is she gets her food put down and she like reviews it in front of the chef. And I'm like, what world is this? She's like, mm, this is a subtle note of something, something, and something, something. What she says to in front of this guy is, "What I'll say about this <laughs> is," and the guy's like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like inventive yeah. and." Uh risk-taking or something so, uh, yeah. meanwhile confident it's, it's like a couple of little steak bits on some uh i don't know cornmeal looking
1: thing look pretty gross it wasn't exciting i'll be no. honest with you i thought it looked pretty good <laughs> you put so, some red meat in front of me yeah. i'm gonna say good things too well,
0: if it's not from cheeseburgers rs i don't want to hear about <laughs> it oh man you gotta stop by your cheeseburgers in bulk man <laughs> Those things won't keep. <laughs> no, they do. You freeze them.
1: You just gotta freeze them. So, right next to babies are us, toys are us. There's cheeseburgers at <laughs> us for when your kids get really gross. It's just a bunch of frozen, like
0: those like really thin patties you'll get, separated yeah. by fucking sure. sandwich paper. It's, oh, yeah, it's yep. called oh. White Castle, and it's great. I know exactly what you're talking about, dude. I was raised on those. Oh, the Steakums good for grilling? Good for grilling. Uh, So she's at this dinner with her best friend, Rupert Everett, who's her boss yes her her editor and there's a third character at this table uh, her cell phone which is the biggest thing i've ever seen yeah, this she is pulls a real a cinder block it's it's a cinder block wrapped in leather and i was like my dad had that <laughs> well it's like i want my phone to look like indiana jones like you know want to have a little bit of a debonair flair <laughs> dude you know, it had like had little phone there was like a little whip stuck on the <laughs> side of it i think
1: there was like a little leather belt around it or something <laughs>
0: It. I mean, there's no way you're fitting this in your pocket. This is nope. purse or bust, or or yeah, or it a strap to put it, it had around. Like
1: like <laughs> like uh, lapels on it, like a jacket.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it had an it's the cell phone had an inseam. Oh man, it's really crazy. It's and unbelievable. She, this technology. She takes a phone at, at the at the at the. Uh, Table. At the table is what they call it, Andrew. <laughs> My god. And they uh and she finds out that uh Dermot Rooney kinda leaves her this weird message. Dermot Rooney is really weird. She's really weird, yeah. but he's also really weird. They're well, like
1: damaged, bizarre people.
0: They're so made for each other, first of all, because it's like, yeah, just look at these two fuck-ups. <laughs> look at them both. Cause he's like, um, Jules, if it's, if you if you can call me back, you should probably call me back. I hope you're doing good. I'm. uh, Oh, this is like the fifteenth time I've called you, Jules. I'm pretty getting upset. Click, click. And it's not a, a phone call in which you intend to tell somebody, "I'm getting married. I'd like you to be there." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. This is like a someone died mm. horribly phone I, I, call. I've
1: got cancer. Call me back. <laughs>
0: Hey, uh, I'm trapped underneath something. Call me back.
1: <laughs> I was I was in the uh gar- I was in the garage and stacking mother's newspapers and <laughs> they <laughs> fell on me. What you might be thinking that sounds like a Seymour Skinner thing, but it's not. Call me back. <laughs> <laughs> so she does
0: and it's like, "Oh, I'm getting married." And the whole thing is like, right away you you put a stop to this movie. It is I haven't seen this person in two years. This is a total invitation. I'm not going. Well, because well, at the dinner, she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe this guy's going to propose to me. And like, you know.
1: Right, because she's talking about that one magical night back in Tucson, Arizona, where they said they would marry each other at 28 years young.
0: And how long ago was this, though? Like six years ago. That is some sad shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Allow your 20s to happen before you fucking put yourself out to pasture. Totally. Like, she's getting ready to go out out and buy seven cats at once. (laughs) But she's like, it's happening, George. My ship has come in. And she's kind of talking herself into this. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, I'm getting married to somebody else. And he's like, oh, it's going to be one of those four-day weddings. He's like, we're doing it really old school, so it's going to be four days. I was like, what the
1: fuck? <laughs> well, how old school is this? I <laughs> think it's 1870. Someone might get sold to the <laughs> mill.
0: <laughs> On the third day, we sell her to the mill. Her younger sister, who's clearly not going anywhere, she's going to get sold off to the mill. Like a Merchant Ivory production. They have to go to <laughs> Grandmother's for the summer for the whole wedding season, I guess. I'm like, dude, I got... I got work tomorrow. Like, yeah. you, four you got, days. You got me for the rehearsal dinner and you got me for the wedding. That's why. And I know it's more expensive to do it on the Saturdays, but that's when you do it mm-hmm. because nobody's taking work off <laughs> unless you're traveling and whatever. But if it's like train or driving or taking public transportation, God keep your fingers crossed for those. You know, <laughs> and it's like you don't have to book a hotel. Like, you're in and you're out. Yep. If you're in the wedding, fine. You got the Friday to have the dinner. Ba, 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 ba. That's it. I don't work at a, at a an accounting house where I can take the summer <laughs> off and like write my novel and find love and like spend time by a lake. Yeah, we're not all obnoxiously young, wunderkind food critics. <laughs> I'm not gonna hang out with Simon Callow for no reason. <laughs> Nobody needs that shit. So she comedically falls off the bed because that was in the trailer. There's and two of those. There's a couple of those. It's the your standard like. I don't know. She's not super funny. Make her fall down. Hey, push her down. (laughs) She'll be funny. She's charming, but not funny. So, uh, yeah, she can fall on her ass. That'll be hilarious. So off to Chicago we go. Because she's And she's like, oh, uh, she's like smoking cigarettes. And she's like, I got to break up this wedding, George. It's it's all fucking coming down, George. And I'm like, whoa, this is a pretty quick turn. Mm-hmm. You know, I was pretty impressed. Late 90s, just casual smoking by your protagonist. Oh, a ton. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Those were the days. I don't even smoke. Those are the days. <laughs> just seeing that. smoke. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. She's smoking in the car. And Rupert Everett doesn't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. Neither does a cab driver. <laughs> oh, that's right. She's smoking in the cab... She sm- uh, we'll, we'll get to one person who uh, is not too pleased with her smoking a little later in the movie because it's kind of the you know the best part of the movie I guess but she like right away she's walking to the airport or whatever and it's like I have four days to break this wedding up and and she's like marching and Rupert Everett's like are you sure this is what you want to do hey Julia why are you uh, packing all those exploding pumpkins <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you'll see. They'll all fucking see. She's a fucking <laughs> Batman and or Spider-Man villain.
1: Oh, it's ridiculous. The wedding meddler. <laughs> now, did uh, Dil- Dylan McDermott or whoever this is, yeah. did he say um, like the specifics about this woman yet, or does he do that in person? Which? which uh, no, I think he said she's, she's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, don't, yeah. Don't, so, don't, don't, don't take us down that road, Eric. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Uh-oh. <laughs> <Eesh>. <laughs> anyway um that she's 20 years old she's still in college the, the oh, woman oh, he's marrying
0: so dermot mulroney yes, yes is describing
1: his fiance right as 20 years old <laughs> correct and she's like a sophomore in college or something that, crazy that's crazy talk and oh um by the way, uh, her parents own the White Sox. Yeah, just but, throw but, that in there. But they're not, you know, what you think are rich people. They're salt of the earth, great people. I'm not marrying for money. Bye, click. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a, this is a, this is a food bill for this guy. This guy's gonna eat like a king. Oh, me- I think you mean meal ticket. Yes, <laughs> food bill. <laughs> i I don't know things
0: (laughs) yeah you know what actually come to think of it eric that's a good point because like julia julia roberts doesn't shouldn't be interrupting this guy's grift like come on man (laughs) i'm working this family for everything they got give me three years i'm gonna kill this lady and i'm a billionaire
1: he's a sports writer and he's marrying the heir to the white socks yeah this is this is a grift
0: it's a total grift it's like you know what Get out of here Robert Redford Paul Newman's got it. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. At least
0: the Long Con's yeah. too big for you, Dermot. That's really great. At, at the end of the movie he's like you never open your mouth until you know what the shot is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and also like it's like like she he, Jules wait this out, you know, she's going to mysteriously disappear in a few years. <laughs> And I'm going to get insurance money on top of that.
0: Wow, you think he was going to wait a few years? It's not like I'm on the honeymoon? Like, oh, she fell off the boat! <laughs> you never get on a boat with anybody. Yeah. No way! <laughs> if you're some, if you're on a boat and you have money and the person you're on the boat with doesn't have money, don't get on that boat! Yeah, it will be... You never know if you're going to slip! That's your death ticket. Oh, looks like that deck's pretty wet. Hammer to the face. <laughs> oh, honey, is that a, an adorable dolphin? <laughs> slit your throat
1: why don't you go try to pet it right and then they kick you in the hind in the hind hind area and you fall off the boat
0: oh no then you lose your food ticket or your
1: food basket
0: what did you say
1: he said food Food bill food
0: bill bill. yeah that's
1: that's an expression or
0: so you get in trouble on the boat another way and it's the plot of that movie donkey punch Then you're in trouble. Take
1: us through the plot of Donkey
0: Punch. Well, as as far as I remember it. um, Yeah, because
1: listeners at home aren't familiar.
0: uh, A couple is copulating on a boat. Well,
1: what is copulating? That's
0: intercourse. (laughs) Uh, The dude tries a donkey punch and kills the girl.
1: What is a donkey
0: punch? I'm not going into what a donkey punch (laughs) is on the air. You know what? Look it up. Just not at work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What did this turn into
0: a fucking quiz show, by the way? (laughs) (laughs) They gave you the answers? I'll take the first part last, and uh, a donkey (laughs) punch is. No. I'm sweating in this box. (laughs) So,
1: (laughs) So... you're saying someone gets donkey
0: punched. To death. Literally, <laughs> someone pulls a donkey punch and yeah. she dies. And so then it's like, we got to cover up the murder. But then it's like, for some reason, they're trying to kill everybody on the boat. I don't really know. Ever, Turns did, out tw- the fi- did, did
1: Jason Voorhees
0: do a donkey punch? <laughs> oh, so, no. No one will let Jason in close enough to do a donkey punch. A- anybody ever see Open Water 2? Uh, no, I saw Open Water in theaters with Chris Cabin.
1: I think, yeah, I saw Open Water. I don't think, what was two?
0: It was a directed DVD sequel. Is it in water? It is in water. Oh, but that I didn't see. It. Are they <laughs> doing
1: a donkey punch in the ocean? <laughs> like,
0: no, it's 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 a bunch of rich people go on a boat, and they're like, oh, let's all go swimming off the side of the boat. And then the ladder falls off. Stop! And they, and they all systematically die one after another. Oh. I'm not even kidding. And there's a baby on the boat, that's like, oh, the baby! <laughs> it's, a, it's like the Stupidest way to die. I would be so upset if I had to go tell the devil that's why I died. (laughs) (laughs) Because the devil's going to be pissed at you. Well, Satan. So the ladder (laughs) fell. Who's this fat fuck wasting my time? (laughs) (laughs) You know, don't even send him to personal hell. Send him to Gen Pop. Oh, he's going (laughs) to Korean hell. (laughs) So whatever. She goes. She uh, she meets up with German. And here is the thing. The other side of this story. So she's like. Twisting her curly red mustache. Right. Did we say, <laughs> by the way, sorry. Did we say that the fiance is played by a 1997 Cameron Diaz? No, we, now did we not. Didn't. Now oh. we have. Well, there and, we go. You, you know
1: what? You're welcome. I didn't. I guess I didn't really notice. You I know was what? More interested in the food bill. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know oh, that, that food bill. I don't know that girl's got a lot of money though.
0: Oh man, I bet she's got all sorts of food bills.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even
0: make sense. No, it doesn't. The other side of this movie, though, so is hey, you get into a hot and heavy relationship with somebody who's 20 years old, which is pretty creepy. Totally.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that's he, a criminal behavior almost.
0: And he he's like, oh, by the way, um, I will not marry you until my very attractive friend that I haven't seen in three years gets here. By the way, I'm going to spend the whole fucking weekend with her. <laughs> and it's like, okay, dude, you creepy serial killer. Like, Oh, it's-
1: look, she's here. Look at how pretty she is.
0: You have to imagine that Cameron Diaz's character is like so he's angling for that threesome. That's, that's right. That's probably the move. Because it's like, you know, here's my uh my you my ever, best friend yeah. Jules is coming into town, and she's like, God, I hope that's Julius. <laughs> you know, and then in comes fucking Julia Roberts, and she's like <laughs> oh, I get it, Dermot Mulroney. How about
1: we have ourselves a bachelor party?
0: Huh? <laughs> it's not even that. It's like, I'm going to put you two in direct competition with one another, and whoever wins will be my bride and get a boat trip. And <laughs> <Okay, well, we'll laughs> we're going to go on a boat, because you know what? Your family owns the White Sox, but a book deal's pretty good, too. <laughs> I'll
1: take that. <laughs> I'll
0: take both of you on a boat, either or. Hey, those decks are slippery (laughs) when wet.
1: Mulroney, the the ladder might go away. (laughs) You ever see open water? Too, no one did. (laughs) It'll come out in fifteen years. The
0: only thing, you know, who the biggest star in uh, Open Water 2 is? Wait, let me just throw out a guess because it won't be anyone big at all. Steven Root. No. Damn it. George Lopez. (laughs) Incorrect. The Pepsi Max guy. Wait, what is a Pepsi Max guy? I think you mean who is a Pepsi Max guy? (laughs) Well, hey, I'm a Pepsi Max guy because I love Pepsi. No, it's. Well, congratulations on the role. We hate movies, not brought to you
1: by Pepsi.
0: You know those? He's like the Pepsi delivery guy, the guy with the hat and an innocuous face. No. Well, he's that guy.
1: That's you, you the might biggest. So I Duff man was in it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know there was a fucking Pepsi Max ad campaign.
1: There no, was. I the only one I the only like spokesperson I can remember uh-huh. is the Dell guy.
0: Oh, the Dell guy, Oh, dude! You're yeah. getting the Dell. That guy yeah. got busted for weed. You don't say. <laughs> You remember when uh, Nick Swardson was hawking Barks root beer in the
1: 90s? Oh, shit. And
0: Barks is my favorite root beer, but you see that guy in those commercials, he wanted to commit suicide. (laughs) He was just aggravating people. Like, even back then, that was the thing. Let's aggravate people about root beer. Hey,
1: remember (laughs) (laughs) 1-800-COLLECT?
0: Welcome back to Hey, Remember the 90s. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, so they... (laughs) He's like, welcome to the four day wedding, baby. Here it comes. <laughs> right in your fucking face. Four days of challenges. I got four days worth Challenge. of challenges lined up. You complete this gauntlet at the end. Whoever's the winner wins Mulroney's heart. <laughs> you gotta- this movie should have been called Mulroney's heart.
1: Ooh, I love it. Uh, that's a great title. <laughs> you got to run through this obstacle course of tires. <laughs> Whoever makes the best time earns a kiss. <laughs>
0: Collect the most kisses over the weekend. You win yourself a boat trip. I mean, I kind of agree with you, though. Long
1: jumps up next.
0: Uh (laughs) Uh-oh, someone better pick that giant nose and find a fucking flag, or else no one's going on a boat.
1: (laughs) Ah, Don't worry, ladies, got enough gack to go around. (laughs) All right, time
0: to carry these hard-boiled eggs without using your hands. All right. Who's gonna? Anyone want to take a nap in this enormous peanut butter sandwich? (laughs) (laughs) By the way, my dad owns Double Dare,
1: (laughs) so I'm doing pretty okay
0: for myself. I sleep in a sandwich.
1: You're marrying the heir to Double Dare? I didn't even know that show was still on.
0: Their fortune. Wait, so does that mean he's related to Mark Summers? Oh, How maybe. No, I think that they're just really good friends. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mark Summers is my godfather. <laughs> he, he had to hold me when I was getting baptized, but he had to wear rubber gloves because he has a problem <laughs> with hygiene.
1: But he's also so indebted to my family that if, when he walks by here at this wedding, feel free to give him one of the nuts. <laughs> Just tap his nuts a little bit. I mean, I he hates that, but he can't do nothing.
0: I think what we're circling around here is why is anyone into Dermot Mulroney in this movie? Oh, he's a handsome guy, I, I, mean, I yeah, feel. he's good he's looking. He's
1: handsome, but he's a total asshole. This guy is Tom Berenger's dad in the making times 100. <laughs> he flies off the handle nonstop. Like, yeah, there's a lot of... You know, and you feel bad for her character because everyone...
0: Everyone, either like uh, 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 realistically or like putting on the ruse, is screaming at Cameron Diaz (laughs) in this movie. Yeah. It's either like Dermot Mulroney, who's like legitimately mad at her because they shouldn't be getting married in the first place, or
1: Julia Roberts is pretending to be mad at her but still screaming at her nonetheless. There is a moment in this movie where like she, like. (laughs) I mean, we'll get well, the thing is, Julia Roberts ends up putting something in Cameron Diaz's head yeah. that she could maybe complete college and have a job. <laughs> I maybe, have not forbid that. Yeah, have a career idea. or something, and she brings this up to to Mulrooney. Yeah, and he's just like, "Oh, really? You think that you could do that?"
0: Oh my God, I'm gonna kill her! Oh my God, I'm gonna kill her! Oh my God, I'm gonna kill her! He's like, you know what? We better move up that boat trip. It's <laughs> in two days he now. Gets,
1: but he gets furious because it's like, no, your place at fucking twenty years old is to my be God. my wa- my wife and, and travel around to fucking
0: baseball games. He's with a me. Base, he's a he's a sports writer for. Get ready for it, oh. sport magazine. Man, oh man, that is a placeholder name that got left in the you movie. Get the
1: new issue of Sport <laughs> yet?
0: Yeah. Hey, hey, you reading Sport over there? You know, I write for sport.
1: Turn to page 50, I'm in sport.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a sport magazine. It's a a magazine that features mostly gun ads, but there's two uh, sport articles I'm
1: also in Squirt magazine this week.
0: (laughs) Same article, two different magazines. I like to shop around. Both both mostly gun ads, though.
1: (laughs) We also got an ad for Double Dare in that squirt. Also
0: wrote a nice column this week in uh, Boats Weekly. (laughs) It's about how them decks get real slippery. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling a dough. I lived at home until I was about 25. And for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my craft together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot slash W-H-M.
1: you don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it. And I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies.
0: So, I mean, what's the first challenge that you, so basically like. The first challenge is Cameron Diaz says, I want you to be my maid of honor at the airport. Fuck that Holy shit. Right. Holy shit! I almost fell off the couch like Julia Roberts. Her only um, friend is dead or missing. Maybe she <laughs> fell off a of boat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I yeah. think so, but it's like oh, these two relatives that are like apparently these horny twins or something. Oh Right? One is from uh, Tennessee. The woman from
0: Six Feet Under, Rachel Griffiths. Yeah, and then the other one's just oh, I don't lady. know.
1: What I don't appreciate about this movie, and correct me if I'm wrong, we never get to see any of his groomsmen whatsoever. You,
0: They're like a, faceless dudes, except for Danny Masterson, <laughs> right? Scientology's Danny Masterson is oh, in this movie. Right,
1: right, 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 right. Plays my uh, little
0: brother Scotty. Hey, Scotty, why don't you stop being a pervert? There's a, there's a lot of like a horny teenager jokes. I think that's
1: Christopher Math- It Math- oh, Math- is Christopher. Oh, you're right. right. It's, it's the one from
0: Malcolm in the Middle. Are they both right. Scientology though? Oh yeah, it's of one, one of them. It's one of them poor ass families that were just raised in it.
1: I read the expose and squirt. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's God, a real, any, anyone
0: catch that real interesting Scientology article and Squirt
1: this month? <laughs> written by Paul Haggis. <laughs> hey, 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 Scotty, can I
0: borrow uh, that Sea Corps boat? i got to take my girlfriend out on a little <laughs> ride. <laughs> yeah, she's got to get some thetans tans out of her.
1: <laughs> take got, her
0: out of the Sea Corps boat.
1: You pound it out of the back of the head, right?
0: Oh no, that's the donkey punch. Excuse me, mixing up my sex moves with my Scientology baptism moves. Pardon me. So yeah, she's like, "Oh, will you be my maid of honor?" And Julie Roberts is like, "Oh, this is crazy." And she got, yes, it is. She's like, "Okay, I'll do it." And then there's this weird scene in the elevator, like where like Cameron Diaz is really like putting the screws to her cause, like, yeah, you don't I know. thought she was fucking with her. I thought so too. I thought that was the whole point of this movie was like she was trying to make Julia Roberts uncomfortable just right. to go home. Like, I thought hey, it was gonna hey lady be like, get the fuck out of
1: here. It was gonna be like a like well actually she's the bitch
0: you yeah. know but no, no no it's just Julia Roberts this whole time she's a psychopath. Well if that were to be the case then everyone in this movie would be crazy. That's yeah, true. That's Cameron true. Diaz is the only sane character in the movie. She gets out. They get out of the elevator, and uh, Cameron Diaz's mother is like, "Oh, look, it's the bride and the woman no one could possibly live up to." And I'm like, "What the fuck is the story? Like, this is just my friend Jules. Period." Everybody knows the score, though. Dermot Mulroney, just keep your fucking fat mouth shut about what the situation is. I still don't get this invitation because I'm sorry, best friend, (laughs) best friend. Come on with the best friend shit. Yeah.
1: It and, makes no sense. I guess they were friends in college and they never talked afterwards. Is
0: that's that... pretty sad if that's still your best friend. Yeah, I mean, like, she's got a best friend. She's got George. It doesn't seem like he has other, any other friends because like, it's a Tom Berenger well, situation. He, he al- just goes well, <laughs> into his sports office, mouth breathes, and then gives him a call. Well, it's a product of, like, a, like a lopsided script in a way. Because, like, the movie's not about him. Like, it's about her stupid craziness. But, like, certainly because aside from Christopher Masterson... Who's the little brother? You have these like two other don't looking dudes who are hanging around, but they're basically just glorified extras. They're at the rehearsal dinner, uh, you know. They're like at this uh, this, uh, of all the four day festivities, like they're at all of them. Here's a question. Yeah. How is Greg Kinnear not in this movie? That's a good call. That's a a great question. This is is your Greg Kinnear role. I'm the best man. Yep. And it's like he could be like the goofy best man. Maybe he's making moves on Julia Roberts. Oh, he's the scumbag best man. That's what you want.
1: And then they get together at the end. Yeah, he was going to be here. But then, you know, this is a four day festivity and he (laughs) did not bring his punch card. And I couldn't punch off day number one (laughs) because I need to punch because you got to make it to the end and then you could be at the wedding. <laughs> so he had to be dismissed.
0: Listen up, listen up, everyone at this introductory brunch. You're all working for an invitation. <laughs> Nothing's guaranteed for my weird double dare wedding. Okay, every. All right. Here are your helmets with jars and a, and a ring on it. So you want to get that blue water up to that ring, or else you're not coming to this wedding. Grandpa, get pissing. <laughs> That's what they did on Double Dare, right? They like the piss sure. in those jars. Oh, yeah. Why not? I think the first thing we do is we go to a baseball game because her parents own the White Sox. And this is a weird... We go directly to a White Sox game, and it's like she she's just decided, like, I'm going to steal this man away from this woman, mm-hmm. so let's go hang out with his whole family and family to be at the White Sox game. And she's, like, sexing it up, like, right away. She's like, anybody want drinks, boys? <laughs> So uh, she like kind of hits on Danny Masterson a little bit. Like he's like, "Oh, I've got a crush on you." And this is—it's weird because she gets like right up to, oh, on yeah. this kid, and yeah. it's like teenager boner. That's like a like zero to sixty in point two <laughs> seconds. She's like, you know, the best man gets to dance with the maid of honor at the yep. wedding. Oh, big time! And it's like sexy mm-hmm. dancing. And then Dermot Mulroney in classic future Tom Berenger dad mode is just like. Why don't you get away from my best friend, please? (laughs) And I'm like,
1: he's going to lose it. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him.
0: Oh, my God. I'm going to kill my own brother. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm going to kill my own brother. He's going down. I, I was think kind of
1: Rooney stars as Cain. <laughs> oh man. Chris, is, what was it? Chris Masterson is Chris Masterson is able,
0: it's unfortunate that uh, of Gods and Prophets didn't work out. The Cain and Abel show could have happened. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> they could have been getting blown left and right too. I think that's the problem. Oh my man. god, I'm getting blown. Oh my god, I'm getting blown. <laughs> that show just they they really banked on that blow job and it blew up in their face. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pun intended. That show got canceled after it two did. episodes. Yeah, what yeah, a yeah. tragedy! It's yeah. not even on Hulu, like the, the. They're not even finishing it on Hulu. It's just two episodes on Hulu and go fuck yourself. No, all the masters went in the garbage. Yeah, they forget that show's not even gonna get my big fat Greek life treatment with oh, the single I DVD. Oh, I'm gonna get a rim job next episode in the Bible. <laughs> get up there and figure it out.
1: This was oh, a... I'm the king of the world. <laughs> You're listening from the future. This was a short lived Ray Winstone (laughs) Bible project on ABC. Bible
0: project. (laughs) Untitled Ray Winstone Bible Project. Hey, he's also a Noah, so that's two Bible projects. Oh, that's right. He's got a lot of Bible projects on his old fucking testament. Oh Noah. Just look at all this water. Makes me think of piss play.
1: That was so funny. Cause Flood's we, coming, Noah. Yeah, he was like the bad guy. He was. He like, was. Like, I'm going to bust your... Speaking of being trapped on a boat.
0: <laughs> I'm going to bust your boat. Hey, Noah. You know the decks of these old self-built arcs get awfully slippery. <laughs> Awfully slippery. Now I'm thinking of the New Zootopia movie, which is kind of like it's, it's a Bible project. No, it's on Noah's Ark. Are you me? No, no, I'm not. Oh, God. oh and and it, news it, utopia. a New Zootopia. A oh. New Zootopia. And wherein like a giraffe, like Scott Peterson's his wife <laughs> on Noah's Ark. And it's like kind of funny because they're all like talking and you know, maybe. That is kind of funny. Anyway, oh, hey, it's Noah. Will Arnett and uh, you know. <laughs> oh, hey, Noah. Hey, Gregory. <laughs> Uh, say Noah. You seen my wife around here? No, I haven't, Gregory. <laughs> as far as I can tell, there was two of every animal on this boat, so <laughs> she shouldn't be that hard to find. Oh, no, it would be unicorns, wouldn't it? That's
1: that's how it goes. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god, so perfect.
0: Hey, that's Utopia. Movies about fighting racism, isn't it? That's what I hear. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Um, I'm down with that. So I guess. What happens here? Oh, well, at that party, by the way, I just wanted to point out another ridiculous moment of Julia Roberts, quote, physical comedy, because she's made really uncomfortable in that elevator by Cameron Diaz because she, like, pulls the emergency thing and Cameron Diaz is getting, like, really crazy-sounding. So she runs off this elevator and gets, like, clotheslined by a tray of food and just everybody drops to the ground. And it's like... I'm sorry, there's a bloody nose involved here. Yeah. She's, she's just like, oh, owie, owie, <laughs> owie. Yeah, she, she's spending the next couple of weeks in the hospital. <laughs> the, uh, they go to a karaoke bar because this is her like <sighs> evil plan because apparently Dermot Mulroney, aside from being terrifying and loves sports, he loves singing and music. Um, so he's like, uh, she's like, oh, once she once he finds out that she can't sing, he's gonna break up with her. Which like, mm-hmm. come on. First of all, if you're marrying someone, you should know whether or not they can sing. Yeah. Well, I mean, th- she's 20 years old. They met a month ago, and he's just trying to kill her on a boat. I don't think he knows. Oh, oh about yeah, it. you know that's true. <laughs> so they go to this bar, and it's not like they're like, oh, we didn't know. He's like oh karaoke bar huh And I was like, no it just looks like a sports bar where they're doing karaoke yeah you can avoid that you can always avoid karaoke if you want to and, I mean unless you're at a karaoke bar then yep. you probably shouldn't be there This is just a bar that happens to be hosting karaoke and like she gets roped into singing she sings I just don't know what to do with myself like and she's really bad at it. But she kind of sounds like Jack White a little bit. Right? <laughs> cuz it's like it's just a, a scratchy yelpy version of I don't know what to do yeah, with Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. And like she wins over the crowd cuz like she's timid and they encourage her or whatever. So this like And then blows the up in her face were born. <laughs> That's how it happened, I think. Jack, Jack white, white saw this the, movie yeah, and he was, was like the audience. I can do that. I can sing like that. Let's do it. Hey Meg, what do you think? Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Great point, Meg. Uh, so it's like, yeah, it totally blows up. But this is the thing that was weird. So I don't think this movie knows how time works necessarily. Oh, you don't say. Because they come out of the bar and it's this weird, like, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Like, everyone in this bar, by the way, is like piss faced drunk mm-hmm. and having a great time at karaoke. And then they go outside, I guess, after that one song, like, one was enough. And Cameron Diaz is like, oh, I have to get dinner with my grandmother. Why don't you come with me, Julia Roberts? And I'm like, Dinner with grandmother? What time were you going to this karaoke bar? 4:30? What 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 bachelor party was ending at this karaoke bar? <laughs> <laughs> the best damn bachelor party in Chicago. <laughs> and this is the best part. She's like, oh, come with me, Julie Roberts. She's like, oh no, I'm not. I'm gonna stay with your uh, your fiancé. do don't <sighs> wait up. And it's like, okay. Okay, whatever, yeah. man. And and like Cameron Diaz is just like, all right. And this is where you need to be like. Well no that's not cool. Also why isn't Dermot Mulroney going to this grandma dinner? Just know the situation Dermot Mulroney. Like you want to bring your friend that you you know you're platonic you you're totally platonic with. You have to understand that it's making your fiance uncomfortable and be like, "Oh, I guess I can't like go out to dinner with my girlfriend. I mean friend platonically <laughs> and spend the night with her but platonically." But this isn't a movie where it's like two people, like a dude and a lady, who were both heterosexual, who have been friends for years, yeah. but nothing ever yeah, came yeah, of it. Right. This is two people mm-hmm. that spent a long weekend fucking each other's brains out in the desert, <laughs> and talk about it constantly to the point where yeah. the whole
1: family knows. It sounded like some Manson family type of shit happened. Out yeah, there. totally. Yeah, there was like a ceremony. and They're like, it "On was... our twenty eighth name day, we
0: will be <laughs> wed." We will take this exact strain of peyote once again and worship the sky. And then all the piggies are going to (laughs) burn. Helta, scalta. Helta,
1: scalta.
0: You know, I'd really love to be a restaurant critic. Helta, (laughs) scalta. But so we cut to something that will never happen in real life. Julia Roberts sitting on the stairs of a subway station eating hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Whatever movie. Whatever. I didn't know I was watching a science fiction <laughs> film. Which also, nobody does this. How obnoxious. People are trying to walk by. Oh, it was making my skin crawl. Mm-hmm. You see that happening, you just want to kick them in the back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally yeah. do. Yeah. And then, Come
0: on. Yeah. There's not a bench around. you got to sit on the stairs of the L station eating
1: hot dogs. Which also, she's a food critic. Yeah. She There's may-
0: no line about, like, I can't believe I'm eating street food. Yeah, it, it should or be Or like,
1: is she reviewing it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm reviewing all the food carts in downtown Chicago. No, but she's a food critic, Andrew, but she's also a down-to-earth guys girl. She likes footballs and baseballs and, and hot dogs, dogs and- Bruce, fat skis. guys, probably <laughs>
1: just little boat yeah. trips
0: and double dare. She's every man's dream, <laughs> so like, I think at this point, she realizes, like, oh, it's not going well for some reason. So she calls up George, She's like, George, and she's just it's, like crying. And like, this woman's like, has a borderline personality disorder because she's up one minute and down the next. Who, Julia Roberts? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. She's crying I know, that like, her game. mother just died. Like, <laughs> she's like, George, help me, please. So, like. He flies to New I guess he's supposed to be rich. I guess is the idea. Well, well he's, he's
1: he's a you know the editor, right? He's a so... New York book editor. He's probably got some money. And back when publishing mattered.
0: Yeah, back when back when the back when print was king. <laughs> totally, and you could make money off things like books
1: about food. Uh, of,
0: yeah, books uh, about uh, contemporary co- compilations f- of like
1: restaurant reviews. Like, what is that even about? Like, I you're just. Know. I want to. I want to read. Like. Oh, in a few years, I'll go back to my book about what the best 1997 restaurants were.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's... Closed down, closed down, closed down.
1: Burned down. (laughs) Health code violation. (laughs) Donald Trump owned it, ew. (laughs) He owned more than you thought.
0: Man, they only serve Trump steaks at this restaurant, and everyone's getting hepatitis. (laughs) Uh, I think that we need to give this movie a little bit of credit, or quite a bit of credit, for acknowledging homosexuality existed pre-1999. Rupert Everett in this movie is openly gay, and he's not a cartoon character. Yeah. Like, when she calls him the first time, he's just at, like, a quiet dinner party with friends, and he's got to, like, get the phone or whatever. Or no, she leaves a screaming message on his answering machine. But it's just like him sitting there. Like, in lesser movies, it's like... He would get a call on a big brick leather cell phone and he's at some like ridiculous stereotype club. Yeah, exactly. And you'd be like, that's the joke, mm-hmm. you know? And he's just like, he's just a guy who is gay yeah. in this movie. Totally unheard of for the time. And he's very fun. Like, he's actually the best part of this He's character. hands down the best leaps and yeah. bounds, miles ahead, the best part of this movie. So he comes to like kind of, um, I guess, uh, while Dermot Rooney's getting fitted for a tuxedo. Like, he, he, he tells her basically, look, you gotta should have got off the pot. Tell this guy you love him or just get the fuck out of here. Yeah, or you shouldn't have accepted this fucking wedding invitation in the first place. And she tries to, but then she doesn't. And then, like, three's company mode, uh, he comes over and she's like, oh, this is my fiancé, George. And he's like, what? What? you know fiance cuz we have intercourse oh you know what the weirdest part of it is um uh she's like getting fitted for something too for her bridesmaid's dress or whatever yeah at the and, same like, store and like he he walks in he's like hey Jules how's it going and she like, could you turn around I'm half naked He's like i've seen you nakeder than that you cannot have your platonic mm-hmm. friend you walk in like, i've seen you nakeder than that also insane thing in this movie yeah, right. This dude, he's not getting fitted for a tuxedo. He's having a suit tailored 4 days before a wedding? Oh, I don't think so. No. Owner of the White Sox, you can send that to Middle Earth. They'll <laughs> fucking put
1: mithril on it and it'll come back in 2 weeks. Oh, that that'd be a nice wedding.
0: <laughs> Giuseppe's like making this thing from scratch. You're right. Man. They're
1: not like ta- they're not like taking in a jacket. They're building one. Like, this dude's got, like, the chalk, and he's
0: marking where shit's going to go. And I'm like, no. Dude, even if Papa Joe was like, get this done, Giuseppe's working around the clock. (laughs) You don't want a tired Giuseppe
1: making your suit. (laughs) Why you want to make a Giuseppe cry? (laughs) Listen here, Giuseppe. I'm getting married in three days, and this better be done, or you're going to have to review a knuckle sandwich.
0: Hey, Giuseppe, you like going on boat rides? You want to get on a
1: gondola with me, Giuseppe? (laughs) Giuseppe, have you ever heard of a donkey punch? (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) So, yeah, now is like, we have to play, you know, Rupert Everett is the fiancé for a little bit. And initially, it's like, there's some great line that Rupert Everett has where they're like, oh, you're only here for the afternoon or something? Because they're like, oh, he's got to get back to New York. Yeah. And they're like, what did you come in here for? And he's like, oh, I just came in here to fuck her. Well, no, uh, Julia Roberts says it. Oh, she says it? Oh, she, she came to fuck me. And I'm like,
1: whoa. Yeah, oh, I thought like, that was him. Yeah. That was the big, like, whoa. Yeah. I didn't expect that F word coming at me. There's a weird part, though, where they're in the cab.
0: And he, like he Dermot Mulroney's like, well, I don't know, Jules, every time you told me about your friend there, I always just kind of thought he was gay. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, he just likes pretending he's gay and telling gay guys that he's gay. And Rupert Everett's like, it's fun. That's fucking <laughs> Why would
1: you do that? Um, it attracts women. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. He does that old line. Like, oh, it's it's great to trick girls. And she's
1: like, worked on me. <laughs> Sex games. Uh, I guess dandies aren't dead. Hats <laughs> off to you, George.
0: Hey, you two want to go on a boat ride? <laughs> you guys look pretty rich. You're her editor, huh? That means automatically you have more money than she does. Let's go on my boat. Why don't it's... you amend your wills real quick? Then before we'll get the get... boat ride. You we'll know... hop a...
1: This isn't your will. This is a waiver. Don't look at it and just sign it.
0: Hop aboard the SS Double Dare. <laughs> Here's my deckhand, Mark Summers. He'll literally do anything you want. Oh, no, put on. you don't put on boat shoes. You put on BK Nights. <laughs> There's some... Oh, so they asked so this is we're at like what is the most trailerific scene in the oh, movie oh yeah which i guess is like it's it's the rehearsal dinner and so they're at this seafood restaurant the first ridiculous thing <laughs> oh,
1: do you know the name of this re- this uh restaurant uh Monty's clam shack oh no. well it's close nice Barry the kudas Barry berry the, the kudas that sucks like really Barry, is...
0: like b a r r y yeah that is adorable yeah <laughs> I don't think you'd find a place like this in Chicago.
1: Well, maybe back then. I'd have to check my almanac of reviews.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Downtown Chicago, circa 1996. Oh, burned Down. Owned by Trump and burned Down. All right. Uh, So they do the old, like, oh, how did you and Jules meet? And he tells this fucking great story about meeting her in a mental institution. Because his whole thing, and this is the best part of the movie, is he's like... He's gonna mess with her. Like he's pissed off that she like threw him into the situation. Huge
1: legit laugh. That was a great Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: This whole part, aside from what we're getting to is great. The funny thing is, it's like, oh, I saw her. She was a vision in pink. And Dermot Rudy sitting next to his fucking fiance in front of her parents at his rehearsal dinner. Starts like, masturbating feverishly. Like, you don't wear pink? Like, that's the <laughs> creepiest line you could ever say to anybody. You've
1: never worn pink a day in your life. I don't even think you wear pink
0: panties. It's like, oh my God, we're trying to eat lunch. Wait, you wearing pink right now or what? I'm full of surprises. Am I colorblind? (laughs) I've seen you in all sorts of things. Panties, bathing suits, small towels. No, no, shut up, Cameron Dear. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. up. (laughs) The only thing I've ever seen pink on you. No, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I will finish this line. No, shut shut, shut, up, shut up. Go
1: sit in the car now. now. Now that she's shut up, George, is Jules wearing white and gold or black and blue?
0: <laughs> I'm an worried I got a real problem.
1: <laughs> it's freaking me out, George. It's an optical illusion from 20 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> now this movie's got a mirage.
0: So... uh for some reason, they—I uh, I think uh, George uh, again to embarrass her. Yes. starts singing, uh, "Say a little prayer for me." I believe it is, or whatever. Yeah, whatever saying. that's that. The whatever Deon, the actual Deon War, song, Dionne Warwick yeah. song. Because uh, he's talking about how he met some. He was visiting a friend in the mental mental institution who
1: thought he was Dionne Warwick, which is pretty funny. Yeah. But then he just starts going into that song. He also mentions that their romance was like uh, Doris Day and Rock Hudson.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a great line. And the two horny twins are like, oh, that's so sweet. Are you
1: making a joke about being gay? (laughs) You're wearing pink now, buddy. (laughs) No, shut up.
0: (laughs) You shut up, Cameron Diaz. You shut right up. I'll make a scene at this Barry's Clam Shack. This dude loves to make a scene. And he loves telling her to shut up. He does. Well, because there's a scene earlier, I think it's right when they get to the karaoke bar, maybe, <laughs> yeah. or at like another dinner, where, because Julia Roberts at some point slips in like oh, you should just tell him that you want him to quit his job and come work for your dad for a little bit. And she, like, tries to do that, and he's screaming at her in this restaurant. And then she's screaming back, like, I'm so sorry, don't leave me! And, like, you just... Like If you were in that restaurant, mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh my god, one of them is going to kill the other one. Yeah, well, yeah she, she she channels Lorraine Bracco after she spills the coke. It's like, we, need, <laughs> we needed that money! And she's like, I'm sorry! She's screaming her fucking head off. And it's amazing because Julia Roberts is like tenting her fingers, watching this world explode. And I'm yeah. like, our hero, ladies and gentlemen. So we're back at Barry the Kudas, and, and Rupert Everett starts singing this song, and then like... The rest of the table starts getting in on it. And then, like. Including M. at Walsh, by the way, which. Blinking, you missed that cameo. Oh, no. I, I soaked up every surly second of <laughs> M. at Walsh in this movie, man. It was great. <laughs> oh, yeah, here I am in this
1: romantic comedy. I'm kind of like a fourth tier character. I think I'm a, a bit of a bigger actor than this, but whatever. I'm here to clean up if the boat gets a little messy. <laughs> He's his blood simple character. Yeah. Totally. Always, always and forever. You got any bathtubs on that boat or what? <laughs> <laughs> gonna hunt you down. Take you, some lye with you in case it goes sour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, they can only swim so far. Uh, that's 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 the reason why Emma Walsh is like, he plays his dad, but it's like, I'm going to hire this guy, this cleaner. just <laughs> <especially laughs> in case... <laughs> Oh, no, my dad wants to go on the boat with us. This is my dad, uh, Jake. (laughs) Yeah. But then the biggest ridiculous part is the rest of the restaurant is singing this song. The fucking, like idiot keyboard player that this restaurant has hired starts playing along. I would, le- I would leave this restaurant in a huff. I would like fucking throw my plate down. I wouldn't pay for my food. Nope. You've ruined this meal for me, sir. I would take this. F- I'm not even asking for a styrofoam. I'm taking this food out my bare hands. <laughs> Just walking out a big thanks for nothing. <laughs> Eating a cod in the street. <laughs> Just bite it off as I kick the door open.
1: Yeah, Walk no, out of this restaurant. I, don't,
0: I do not like public singing. <laughs> Un- uncalled for public singing. <laughs> Unless you're on a stage and I bought a ticket, shut up. Like, yeah, if, we're, if we're at a karaoke bar, if I'm at a concert, whatever. But people just think that it's fun to yeah. sing a song.
1: Yeah, they need to know that it's appropriate time and place. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, I guess the, oh, so the next part is when it gets really crazy. So George uh, goes away, right? He goes back to New York. They take him to the airport. Quick nothing detail about this airport. I don't know what was going on at the time at whatever Chicago airport they're yeah. supposed to be at. The flags are at half mast in the background of this one scene. Oh, really, it's weird because they're like saying goodbye, like uh, Dylan McDermott or Rupert Everett. My God, the three of them just juggling around in my head right yeah, now. Yeah, sure, sure. Rupert Everett is like saying goodbye to Julia Roberts, and he's like, "You better not fuck this up and ruin their lives." Bye, you know. And he's like talking to her, and they're, whenever they cut to. Rupert Everett's, like, angle in this one scene, there's these flags that are just at
1: half-mast in the background. Ah, Yeah, that's because of the Bears game.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, the Bears lost big time. (laughs) Had to put the flags down at half-mast. Major
1: fumble. Major fumble on the game.
0: (laughs) I I also like it the other way, where there was a real national tragedy, and the the film studio is like, well, sorry, we... We got it for the day. This is the only time we can schedule the f- shoot at midway. Here the, we are. The, my best friend's wedding must go on. So, um, <laughs> well, this they, is she goes to the dad's office. This is night of the stag party. Yes, uh, they have a, like a weird romantic boat ride where Jermaine is like, I don't know, man. When I, it's weird when I saw you engaged to that guy, I got really jealous. Hey, by the way, we're platonic friends. You wearing pink yet or what? It's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> What's the pink situation? Oh,
1: don't say that.
0: <laughs> hey, between uh, the the crab shack and the airport, you put anything pink on I should know the, about or what? fucking disgusting.
1: It's insane. This to say that
0: in a public place. In front of your, <laughs> dude, you you try saying that in front of your wife. You enjoy the rest of your fucking life. Do you got any pink on or what? No, shut up. (laughs) Hey, you shut up. (laughs) He rolls up a newspaper and hits her in the face. (laughs) I'm going to bop you on the nose. (laughs) I'm asking about colors. (laughs) No, but then it's like it's straight out of a fucking Richard Linklater movie because they're on a boat in the golden hour ambiguously talking about love. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, let's just let's just keep going. It's fucking creepy, Dermot. Doesn't he start singing at this point? He starts singing a tune. Yeah. It's their song. Oh, uh, they, they have a fucking song. They have a song, dude, because mm-hmm. it comes into play at the end of the movie. Smart move. A little pro tip for you. A little life hack. Don't invite anyone to your wedding that you share a song with. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good tip. Just put that in your back pocket. Wow. It'll make the whole four-day weekend go by a lot smoother. You know what? For the most part, you should probably avoid former sexual partners altogether. If you can. If you really can. <laughs> you know, maybe you got screwed over and you have to invite that chick he didn't know was a second cousin at the time. Like, you know, that's... Whoa. <laughs> I want that movie. <laughs> My best friend's cousin. <laughs> My best friends kissing cousins. It was the sequel? <laughs> this movie should add a sequel, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: why not? Well, yeah, it well, no, well,
0: it would be, it would be like um, the sequel would be, it would be Julia Roberts' wedding. And Cameron Diaz, like, has a revenge movie on it. Like, she just goes and fucks it up at every... She's not invited. And she, like, fucking plants, like, pornographic pictures. Like, gets somebody oh, deported. Wow. You know really I mean? takes them down, huh? Kills oh, the goddamn vicar. You know what I mean? Like, she really... Like, she takens a wedding. Like, oh, how about the wedding from Kill Bill? The, the, yes. That, that, no, that's, yeah, exactly. That's what happened. Uma Thurman was Julia Roberts in the last movie.
1: Are you messing with Jules's wedding? <laughs> now, now we're in the third movie, <laughs> Woman Killer,
0: the killer inside me. The third movie of yes. the series. <laughs> oh, actually, it makes perfect sense to complete the trilogy part three of my best friend's wedding would be Donkey Punch. <laughs> well, it have to be. <laughs> so yeah. So no, in-
1: no. It's I'm just killing an unrelated girl in this movie. <laughs> Don't worry you don't need to have seen the other ones.
0: Don't worry, it's a bunch of deleted scenes. I'm just going around Chicago killing girls. <laughs> Got nothing to do with Jules' hijinks, though. <laughs> so he- Bet you wish you were watching this movie Be- though. <laughs> hey, Morgan Freeman's hot on my trail in this movie.
1: Oh, that's great. <laughs> because of the events of the first movie, my serial killer MO is to target women in pink. <laughs>
0: You really need to see the first one, or you're gonna be lost.
1: You could skip the second one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Julia, uh, like uh, George, is like, "Look, you know, just be done with this situation." Like he's he's yes. a conscience, and she's like, "But I have the craziest idea in the world." So she writes a letter. Uh, she's like, "Oh, because the whole thing, the 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 the, the rift between like him quitting, what is called, what he calls like, uh, she, what she calls like his like." Dream job that doesn't pay any money, which is sports writing. Which I guess is kind of true. I'm she not... also no, but she says something about like, why don't you get a job for adults or something? Yeah, I'm because like, this I'm guy, not a
1: shell out. I'm not a shell out establishment. This guy travels
0: here. around like following presumably the White Sox. Like yeah, this guy does well. He's doing okay. Of he's course, he's not
1: making Papa Joe money.
0: The problem is he's like the whole thing is he's getting married and it's like he travels. You know, every week of the baseball season. Yeah. So he's like, a, he's got a job that keeps him traveling. And it's like he's expecting Cameron Diaz to drop everything and just come on the road with him. Which, Which no. you know, the newspaper or sports magazine, sorry. Sports, sports magazine. Oh,
1: sport magazine. <laughs> They're picking up the travel bill for him. You yeah. can't say sports magazine will get sued. <laughs> sport, They're, they exist. They're very good. But no, no, this is sport <laughs> magazine.
0: So it's like, you know, he's got a lot of stuff going on. Julie Roberts offers to pick the dad up and drop him off at the, the bachelor party. This guy confirmed he's Philip Bosco. He's a billionaire. He can get a helicopter anywhere he wants to go. Yeah, he owns the White Sox. Why the shit does he need Julia Roberts to pick him up in whose car, by the way? She's from <laughs> out of town. All he needs to do is call a cell phone and be like devil's advocate. And he walks out in Chicago as barren because he's that rich. <laughs> yeah, Totally. Jeffrey Jones is driving him around. <laughs> you. thats what you're doing, Eddie. You're gonna drive around the owner of the Wet Socks. <laughs> Nine out of ten sports owners have met with the devil. Like oh, I don't know oh if yeah. they've come to terms, yes. but they've met with the devil. Just look at Jerry Jones. Just look at him. Yeah. Look at that devil <laughs> fucked face. <laughs> yeah. He's always,
1: he's been there and back. <laughs> you know? Hey there, Jerry Jones. This is uh, Jeffrey Jones. <laughs> We'll drive you around here, but uh, I can get, get you whatever you want. You know, whatever you want. Well, alphabetically, we'll be roommates in hell. <laughs> I heard we're slated to share a cell.
0: So anyway, she shows up at his office and he's like, I'm having a weird business meeting where we're on the phone and there's a big plate of cheese and fruit. So just give us a minute. So she's like, I have to make some calls. Can I use your office? and she gets on this dude's computer and starts powerbook pardon me oh big time and she starts composing this email and it's hilarious because this movie has no idea how email interfacing works well the
1: thing is like there it's still early enough in the internet's game yes. that it's like we got to we have to also explain this to idiots watching it that's never used the 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 email yeah but it's like to so
0: and so comma publisher comma sport magazine <laughs> From Grandpa Joe, comma fucking- CEO, comma Chicago White Sox, yeah. Major League Baseball. Well, the, the the command she uses is new letter, which is yeah, amazing. new letter. It's so awesome. So she writes this thing, and it's basically like, "Hey, buddy, you know, uh, fire I, my son-in-law." Yeah, listen, uh, do my daughter a solid and fire my son-in-law. And it's like, oh, should I send it? Should I not? She yeah, saves she- it as a draft. Long story short. This dude comes out and tells his secretary, and again, this doesn't (laughs) make any sense. This is the most crazy power (laughs) trip I've ever seen in my life. This dude's just like, well, hey there, minimum wage secretary. I have some emails I haven't sent yet. They're sitting in a drafts folder. Why don't you go ahead and hit send? (laughs) Look, that's... The, the amount of effort it takes to save a draft of an email and have someone else send it, man.
1: Like that's- Oh, I don't send my own emails. That's I what serfs do. I have the girl do it.
0: Hey, girl, hit send on those emails.
1: That's my send email, girl. I got one of those. I got a water girl, a coffee girl, a cocktail girl, a lunch girl. And this is... Uh, I
0: got girls. <laughs> I got a lot of girls. <laughs> so then it's it, this is some like terrible. There must be a deleted scene somewhere in the movie because we then cut immediately to Dermot Mulroney and Julia Roberts outside of this same building, and she's freaking out like, "I have to get in there. I have to send these figures." Well, yeah, because um, I guess the Greg Kinnear bachelor party got cut, which is unfortunate, right? That Greg sounded Kinnear like a the wild time.
1: Hey, we was about to throw the bachelor party, and I saw his punch card, and I said, get out of here. (laughs) You haven't been here for four days. You do not get a ticket to my wedding. And it's so ridiculous, because it's like,
0: even if you did have this bachelor party, it's like, hey, fellas, I'm leaving my bachelor party with this totally attractive (laughs) 30-year-old Julia Roberts. See you later. Like, see you later, my future in-laws. Like, the fucking future in law father is there. Like... That dude's saying something. Yeah, he's saying a lot of things. It's just like the (laughs) biggest continuity error in this movie. So she's, she's trying to get in there because she wants... She's like desperate at this point. She wants him... To look at the, the email, like, oh, look what I found. Oh, is that what it was? I thought she changed her mind about sending it and wanted to delete the draft. That's what I thought, too. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, it's, But it's, you know what? Maybe we're both right. Maybe the gods could be crazy. So they can't get
1: in. <laughs> is that a Coke bottle there? <laughs> they can't get in. So it's like,
0: oh, hey, why don't we all go back to our hotel and not have sex or see what happens? Um, so they go in. They're like, oh, let's order room service. And he's like, huh, I got this letter from my editor. That's weird. Letter on a Saturday, which is right before my wedding. That's strange. Maybe the boat didn't come in. So he, like, <laughs> he opens it up, and his editor is like, hey, I want you to know who you're marrying because this is the craziest thing that's ever happened to right, me. Right. And it's awesome because the dude doesn't do it. Like, yeah, he yeah. doesn't lay the hammer down on Dermot Mulroney. He's like, the owner of the Chicago White Sox. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if it was the Cubs, I'd do something about it. <laughs> this movie's got a lot, of, a lot of power for editors, man. Uh, yeah, totally. So then, like, he gets pissed off and he gets on the phone with Cameron Diaz, and it's like he's getting ready for like the sixth screaming match of this movie, mm-hmm. and she's like, "All right, I'm just gonna go outside in this hotel hallway and start smoking on the floor." Well, because she feels distraught, she feels really bad that it oh yeah, got sent, well, and she's it's like, "Oh, I'm fault. such a terrible person." So you smoking a cigarette and everybody's favorite cameo in this movie shows up oh and it's God. so awesome oh because it's like he's he, like the camera is like to his back so you can't see the face and it's just like ma'am you can't smoke in this hotel room fucking 1997
1: paul giamatti get Whoa, out of town paul giamatti
0: begins <laughs>
1: Oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh,
0: Oh, you can't smoke in here? Oh, Jesus, I'm so exasperated already. I had to
1: climb a fucking
0: mountain to get a blue flower. <laughs> Join the League of Shadows just to learn how to act. Oh, my God, you know what? It's like getting your ass kicked by ninjas day in and day out. <laughs> getting fitted for this bellhop outfit. Oh, I just don't fit in anything. <laughs> Razal ghouls, two fucking people. So the best, the best part. So he's just like, you can't smoke in here, lady. And like, she's like, she. This is where like the problem is. Julia Roberts is too good of an actress for like a light, bouncy, fun romantic comedy. Like, sure. When she does drama, it's like, oh, uh," it's like weirdly affecting. She's like what would you say to the worst person in the world? And you're like, whoa, not this movie. Yeah, this the tone here is struck much different than the rest of the tone in this movie. She's like, fucking arrest me. He's like, arrest me then. I deserve to go to jail. And it's like, am I watching Closer right now? <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> Why did this happen? And, and Giamatti's like, uh-oh, damaged woman, 12 o'clock. You know. And she's just like, do you smoke? And he's like, Giamatti, you got it in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I smoke. <laughs> and he, like, gets down on play the floor Play it cool, with him. Giamatti. Don't bring up the collector's cards just yet. <laughs> just smoke the cigarette. Yeah, that's it. Just start sucking on it. <laughs> the cigarette, that is, Giamatti. <laughs> this is going great, PG. And she's, like, crying and she's upset. And he's like, you know what? You know what my grandmother always told me? Giamatti, play it cool. You know what my grandmother always told me? This, too, must pass. And you're like, I think that's from the Bible. (laughs) I think that's from everything. (laughs) And And he's just like, he's staring at her and he's like, all right, what's the next line I could use? That grandma one fell on its face. All right, I got one. Hey, baby, how about taking this from a PG to a PG-13? Oh, that ain't going to do it. I'm never gonna close with Julia Roberts. He does blow a smoke ring, in he smokes the cigarette and he blows a smoke ring. Oh, does he? Oh no, I made that up. Sorry. No, it's it's just like a it's a light exhale. Okay. Because I always look like oh did they really like yeah. you know take in whatever you're supposed to be smoking in the movie and he does. It's like a little like oh I needed that. <laughs> oh now I'm probably gonna get fired. Oh I better get out of here. Get out of here, crazy lady. <laughs> He's like all right. No, but he does the cool thing because he just says. This too must pass. And she's like, thank you. And he gets up and he like pushes the cart and he does like this kind of half cool wave on the way out. He's like, oh, that's cool. Oh, fuck, Giamatti. You didn't say you were (laughs) off in an hour. You didn't say meet me in the bar in an hour. You fucking idiot. Why do you think it is? I keep the key card in my pocket for room 475. (laughs) You just walk away, Giamatti. You do the half hand raise and that's the cool thing. You saw Jeff Goldblum do that once. (laughs) That guy gets it all over the place. <laughs> He's your goddamn role model, Giamatti. You saw him that one time you tried to tell him. <laughs> Blew that too. Got <laughs> flustered in front of Jeff Goldblum. Who was, how was I supposed to know his shirt would be unbuttoned? <laughs> Staring at Jeff Goldblum's nipples. Great, Giamatti. <laughs> you can't talk in front of Jeff Goldblum. How you could ever work with Marty Scorsese? <laughs> So that's it. It's just like, it's like what we just did is longer than the time Paul Giamatti's in this movie, unfortunately. But what a sweet surprise. He's got all the hair in the world in this scene. <laughs> he really does. And I was like, man, the piece they got on Nope, 1997. Nope, that was the real deal back then. That's the negotiator hair. Uh, there's a weird <laughs> thing. So, so <laughs> Dermot Mulroney comes out of the... Uh, the bedroom. The bedroom. And this is... This is the scene... This also in this hotel is where she's like, I've been playing you kind of a thing. Does that no, happen no, no, here? That, that's No, That's later. That's oh, later no. On. Well, this is... I believe... Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because she's still on the ground in this scene. He comes out and he's like, hey, phone call's over. My life's ruined. I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. <laughs> yeah. And she, he's like, hey, can I have that ring back that I'm I gave you? I'm out one billion bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like... Cause she, she, he has given her... The, uh, the, the wedding ring to hold on to because the wedding's the next morning or whatever. And so he's like, can I get that ring back? And she holds up her hand and she's like, oh, I tried it on and it got stuck. And this dude fucking puts his mouth around her finger <laughs> oh. and sucks this ring right off. Come on, you fucking creep. That's he, a serial killer move. Morgan Freeman is coming after you now. <laughs> He's a collector. No, and like the He f- likes to suck the rings off their fingers. The funny, th- <laughs> the, f- the weird thing is he has the balls to break up Cameron Diaz. And he has the balls to come back and she's like, oh man, you wouldn't believe it, Jules. She was like, how am I going to tell everybody? Because that's all she cares about. No, actually, that's a legitimate concern. Getting jilted at the altar with hundreds of people, that's a humiliating event. It's It's a big deal. It's
1: day three out of four. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're you're married, basically. You're gone through all those motions. You can't just call it off. You're pot committed at this point. Totally. Like, this is like... You just need to get married, give it six
0: months, and get divorced. Mm -hmm. Six months, nobody's going to be asking for plane fare refunded. You know what I mean? Like, it just didn't work. You can't burn it down the night before. So it's sort of the last act of this movie is they go to the breakfast brunch or whatever. It's a brunch before the 6 p.m. wedding and it's all taking place at his at her family's like estate somewhere. Yeah. How about yeah. you can be an afternoon off on this wedding. You know what, man? Like <laughs> I will activities. get I will see you at 6. It's like, "You know what? My god, we came all the way to Chicago. I wanted to see some <laughs> sights. Nope. Wanted to go down look at the lake, but I got this agenda that I have to keep for this wedding." So they got to mo- work in non- he goes uh, to save face for her which is pretty nice actually not a piece of shit (laughs) and this is when she makes her viper move where like she's like she tells him she loves him and blah blah well this is weird that she goes back and forth between the two of them trying to relay misinformation but they are made for each other so it doesn't work out that way yeah and she's like, I love you. I've always loved you. I want to I, I have your babies and all sorts of weird shit. I'm wearing pink right now. I, I <laughs> finally found some pink. Are you happy now? And, you they, and she like kisses him and Cameron Diaz sees it and runs off. Now we're just in an action movie because it's a three-car chase scene. Yeah. Like well a
1: foot chase that leads to it.: It's a foot chase that leads to a car, a chase. Chase, to
0: a car chase, and <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> she 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 had a, a motorcycle with a sidecar. Get in, we're gonna get <laughs> your guy <laughs> Yeah, I have been watching you all night. Don't worry about that now. <laughs> I've been friend-zoned. <laughs> oh, great. Now you're just driving her to get Dermot Mulrooney. You know, you fucking idiot, Giamatti.
1: God damn it,
0: PG. You cocked it up again, scared
1: another one away. All right, it's not dead yet. We're <laughs> stuck in traffic. <laughs> Make a move before the light turns.
0: Maybe maybe I have one of those
1: cigarettes. <clears throat> That's all I know about you. What's your name? No. Oh, you went through the yellow light. <laughs> <laughs> you did that. You're you're yellow. You're the one that's behind the wheel. You could have hit the brakes at any second, you
0: idiot. You're going to die alone, Paul. (laughs) Don't you think I know that? Stop yelling. Man, Paul Giamatti's internal monologue. (laughs) That's an obnoxious place to live.
1: I I could vacation there, though.
0: (laughs) Well, I've been there.
1: Uh, So...
0: (laughs) She hijacks a bread truck, by the way. Whatever. And she calls Rupert Everett. And it's a weird, like, Rupert Everett's at a book reading with the author is Harry Shear for no reason. <laughs> Amazingly. Yeah. And so he's like, hey, how's it going out there? And she's like, well, batshit crazy. I stole a truck and I'm chasing him down the street. And he's And like, I'm here, too. <laughs> I was at this bread truck trying to get over Julia Roberts. And who would have guessed she hijacked it? Who, Who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just some weird bellhop I met last night. It was right before Dermot Mulroney sucked on my finger. Don't worry, you missed a lot. Oh, man. They went up at a, tra- uh, at a train station, yep. and uh, apparently that's where he proposed to her because he was getting on a train for uh, a baseball thing. And Julia Roberts is like, look, man, you basically invited the Riddler to your wedding. I apologize. (laughs) I've been playing you the whole time and all this stuff. And this is where, like, a screaming match would happen. Uh, Yeah. An end-all, be-all nuclear fight. The ultimate fuck you, I don't want you in my life. I really thought this was a... An invitation in the yeah. first place. I can't believe you accepted. it. It's like one of those. It's, it's the time you expect that really cutting remark that involves a dead relative where you're like, oh, damn, that's low. Like That's, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. But no, he just says, well, to be honest, Jules, I'm quite flattered that you ruined my wedding. <laughs> it's nice to be loved by someone. <laughs> it's so stupid. And honestly, you know what this is? It's the product of people with money to throw down the toilet. Like he doesn't give a shit at the prospect of like this whole thing could be ruined, people's time wasted, people's travel money wasted, gift money wasted, whatever else. He it's doesn't just give like a fuck. It's like, it, well, that was pretty cute, Jules.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I you could work? I could always flee on my boat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll always have I'll always have my boat, the SS Donkey Punch.
1: Oh, God. I thought it was the SS Double Dare.
0: Yeah, yeah I got two boats. <laughs> oh, man, I've never been on a boat in my life, Paul. You're never going to be invited on a boat.
1: Paul Giamatti's a stowaway on this murder boat.
0: <laughs> I gotta tell. This is what I'm going to tell her how I feel, finally. Oh, crap, are they all getting killed? <laughs> You better stay in this closet till it all blows over. Stay under these coats, Paul. <laughs> Just like those frat parties. <laughs> Good uh, thing you brought these chips in your jacket. Don't uh, know how
1: long you're going to be here. Of course you had to get the narrow virus. <laughs> Can't stop puking in these coats. I
0: threw up over all these coats. Every last one of them soaked in Paul Giamatti's puke. Way to go, PG. (laughs) Got a whole boat full of people mad at you now. (laughs) So then, like, I guess the wedding just happens. Cameron Diaz. Oh, there's a weird showdown in the bathroom. Yeah, because uh, Cameron Diaz is hiding the only person a rich person can, which is at their father's stadium. (laughs) <laughs> um, so she goes there And that's where Julie Roberts find out, finds out she is And they have this conversation in the ladies bathroom And like what lady yells catfight, And I'm like do women yell catfight fight When two <laughs> women get into an argument I don't think so If it's in a public restroom I think that's fair game <laughs> Okay fair enough <laughs> But then it's a weird like all these ladies like circle around them yeah. And they're like rooting for a cat fight To be fair though Julie Roberts does get her due uh, from Cameron Diaz Because she fucking tells her off Yeah, but she should, I don't know, be shot out of a cannon into the Chicago River. She should punch her in the face. Also, she should be disinvited from this wedding. Yeah, you know what you definitely don't get to do? Still be the maid of honor at the wedding in the next scene, because that's where it's at. It would be great if uh, it was like, all right, Jules, um, you're still allowed to come to the wedding. You've been ceremoniously stripped of your title of maid of honor. (laughs) And also, we are going to, I I don't want to do this, but Cameron's making we got to pat you down. We just got to make sure that every for the safety of everyone here, you brought us to this. I didn't want to do this. We got to pat you down. We just got to make sure there's no pink on you. We don't want any, bomb, any dirty bombs. There's just, just a, just a possibility of dirty bombs with you, Jules. I, I, I yeah. Dirty shut b- up. I'm taking care of it. Shut up. I'm she doing what t- you asked me to. Just shut up. God, will you shut up? Everyone's in this church already.
1: <laughs>
0: Proceed, Father. <laughs> um, they have the wedding reception. She makes a speech, man. No way is there public speaking after all <laughs> You're gonna this. You're going to give this maniac a microphone? No, she is sitting in the back. She's getting served food last, <laughs> and it's cold, and no one cares. Mm-hmm. She tries to send it back, and the waiter takes a dump on it. <laughs> She says anything about that cold food, take it away with a smile and take a shit on it.
1: Cause she ruined this
0: four-day extravaganza.
1: Yeah, that would be great. Then she can like uh when she has her shit plate, she can kind of like do like a like a sad, tired, like little review of it. <laughs> oh, oh man, you the, think the she's catering. reviewing the
0: food at the wedding? Yeah, the caterer
1: is being written up. <laughs> It's just bury the CUDA as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's no way this maniac's at your wedding, right? There's just No, no it's no. impossible. And she gives this weird speech, like this cry speech, again, it's a little too overdramatic for the movie. Yep. Where she's just like, Well, I had this nightmare that someone was trying to break up the best couple in the world. And I'm like, dude, this is too intense, and you're still making it about you, you jerk. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like just be like, you guys are the best. Mazeltov. Good night, everybody. You know what it needs to be, honestly? Like she needs to start making this speech, get lost in her own words, and then just drop the microphone and smash her face against the corner of the table <laughs> mm-hmm. and just fall down. Yeah. Like that's that's what this character deserves. Yeah. It is a terrible character that doesn't get it's due. I don't care how hard you get told off in a lady's bathroom. No, yeah. You know what it needs to be? ending this movie out on the field and she's humiliated on all the stadium screens oh yeah, oh, nice. oh, yeah. thousands of people just laughing at her booing her oh you throw totally eggs at her. <laughs> i mean it's worth it right and here come the pretzels <laughs> uh the actual end of this movie for some reason uh it's actually it was a reshoot Um, Oh, was it? Yeah. At the end of this movie, she was supposed to meet John Corbett and be like, ooh, romance. Oh, no. But it tested terribly because everyone's like, fuck this lady. Wait, are you serious? No, no, no. John Corbett? uh, I read it in the IMDb Tribune this morning. Oh. (laughs) um, Mother, we have some interesting facts about my best friend's wedding to get through. He was going to be in my big, fat Greek wedding and my best friend's wedding. That's what I thought you were making a joke about, was he met John Corbett, and he had to deal with her crazy Greek family. No, like, you know, John Corbett was just, like, an anonymous, sexy wedding guest. Oh, hell yeah. She hits it off with, but, like... It just tested really poorly because I guess people just
1: didn't want to see her with anybody. Or did um, Mulrooney like like stop his first dance and be like, "I'm getting jealous. What are you doing <laughs> talking to Jules?" That's that's the last line. Is what right. are you doing talking to Jules? And he decks him, cut to black.
0: <laughs> um, no, but the, the actual ending is uh, like she gets a call on her cell phone. And it's like George, and he's like making fun of her, and then whoops, he's at the wedding, right? Yeah. Which and then just they to dance. be able to fly out at a moment's notice yeah. <laughs> Twice. after you get that call. Twice. But this is even—I mean, he gets the call that she's stolen a bread truck.
1: You immediately just have to go to the airport. Like, he left that Harry
0: Shear reading
1: to go to the airport. He might have done that to bail her out of jail.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know where this is ending up. Exactly. You know, the ending you want, by the way, is that Paul Giamatti (laughs) is also working a second job at this catering company. Oh, nice. And he's working the wedding. And then, like, she goes outside the tent to have a cigarette, and he's having a smoke. And it's like, oh, my God. Round two. <laughs> then you cut to credits. It's meant to be. <laughs> oh man, she's a, a jilted maid of honor, Paul. If you can't close this deal, I don't know what's wrong with you. Holy shit! Credits. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> But you're supposed they like, just start dancing, and it's like a nice ending. Oh, man, our hero. Didn't she sort of learn a lesson, I guess? Probably not, because there weren't really any repercussions like going to jail. or. And the weird thing is, I mean, she did ruin this wedding. Like, they do get married, and it looks yeah. like a nice
1: ceremony, but, but this wedding is ruined forever. Whenever they think back about it, they're yeah. only going to think about her.
0: Yeah. Cameron Diaz has to be like, man, remember five hours before I got married, I was crying on the toilet at a White Sox game? <laughs> God, a lot of
1: people can say that. And then
0: that, (laughs) and then that harpy made out with you. That was cool. (laughs) Oh yeah, on the day of our wedding. And we just end with a reggae-ish cover of "Say a Little Prayer" because we got to remember about that hilarious seafood restaurant sing along. Mm -hmm. My God, an iconic scene? Question mark. I I had never seen this movie before, but this was like the only thing I knew about this movie yeah. was that scene. I mean, it was plastered all over the trailer, all over the home video trailer. Wherever someone was talking about my best friend's wedding, this scene was coming up. Because it's magical. It is. It, 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 <laughs> it is. Would anybody recommend this movie? Yeah, it's a light recommend. It's like a TBS hangover movie. Like you're hungover <laughs> in a hotel maybe, and you have basic
1: cable, and you're like, oh, wait a minute, my best friend's wedding. Uh, yeah, Steve has got the right answer. That is exactly right. I think it's a light recommend as well, but I wouldn't say you have to see it.
0: No, it's a light recommend. I think it is hotel hangover only, though. <laughs> if, you're at, if you're at home, but there's, there's better I... things you can find. Yeah, that's fair. But it's like, my God, the plane isn't for another six hours hours i feel like a dog shit down my throat you know you know it's not that movie which i actually turned off was was the rocker with rain wilson yikes oh i had to think about what that was for a second and i was just hung over in a hotel and i was like it's not doing it for I... me, man. <laughs> you, ever, you ever get let down by a Hangover movie?
1: Yeah, pr- probably. I must have. Yeah. I, I think that exact movie I might have seen with Chris Cabin. Oh, no. At like a press event. Oh, wow. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. You
0: figure that's one that wouldn't have been screened that for critics. was tough. <laughs> that's My Best Friend's Wedding from 1997, directed by PJ Not Paul Hogan. If you want more information about We Hate Movies, check out our website, whmpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Movies. Follow us on Twitter. We are at WHM Podcast. And, of course, right into the mailbag, we all hate movies at gmail.com. Rate and review the show wherever you get it. We would greatly appreciate it. It helps increase the exposure of the program. Now, next week, continuing WHM original programming, we're playing some video games, everybody. That's right. A long-anticipated episode, and one of my promised films of 2016, it's The Wizard with Fred Savage. Ooh! That's right, the premiere. The movie that premiered, the movie that debuted, Mm -hmm. Super Mario Bros. 3. So put on your power gloves and warm it up. (laughs) (laughs) So until next week, when we're talking about that 90-minute Nintendo commercial, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Seda. Eric Siska. Take it easy.